We need your help, Baconeers. A small donation will help the network provide higher quality programming that will result in you instantly getting rewards because who doesn't want something awesome for doing something awesome? So check out patreon.com backslash B-A-C network. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash B-A-C network or click on the link on our webpage. Thank you so much for your support. Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. I am on a recording binge. I just got done recording Mr. Right and boy are my arms tired. This is episode 213 which was Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment number. Weird. What a weird trivia fact to begin this show. There isn't that much on the list you cannot see. I, I, I'd say like, you know, it, they're, they're big topics but there's not a whole lot to say about them. So this might be a shorter episode, which is fine. I've got, you know, stuff to do. It's the last day out of another three-day weekend for me, um, and I'm just trying to tweak stuff, get a little bit more holiday shopping done online, and just kind of wrap everything up and get everything off my plate for this week. So when I go back to the day job, I'm not scrambling. I said that weird. Let's just start with the BACN writing fire of doing, speaking of Mr. Wright like I did earlier. Um, I have been working very hard on a couple things. Um, I got some notes down for the Fear Agents uh, sister book, working title Shroud, and I'm really excited for that. I know Fear Agents hasn't even popped yet, but um, been been on that been on that kick. Got those notes done. Um, I wrote our blog content for next month, which is uh, going back to the original. I think the first like month we were running. Or the first, like, you know, whatever, six months we had the website. I was writing these really weird stream of consciousness, like, short stories or just weird thoughts. And then I got very, like, production diary-esque as time went on because I wanted to promote, like, what we were doing and what was coming up. And then, you know, I've kind of realized that, you know, looking back, I said, I really set some lofty goals that have since fallen by the wayside, which is, I I don't regret anything on that note. Um, Sometimes... Shows come together, sometimes they fall apart, um, you know, didn't want to stretch myself too thin, put out bad product, as I've talked about before. So I kind of went back and, and wrote this, um, I rewrote uh, this thing, I uh, this like super short story, I mean, I think it's only like 500 words, little half page thing, uh, that I remember writing for a, a writing exercise in high school, and I thought, oh, that'd be a really fun one to do, and I, I did two of them, these kind of like twist ending things. And I'm not going to do the second one because it would you'd kind of see it coming after I did the first one, which will be the blog content for December. But it's it's a lot of fun. I'm going to post that, uh, like I said, next month, as well as uh, probably do a little bit of a cross promote on my weird uh, Facebook page, the Headbook, uh, which is where I say things I wouldn't normally say on Facebook, uh, my personal Facebook. Uh, I've been working on Black Falls. Um, I got episode or season four, episode three done. I don't know if I said that last week or not, um, and I'll be working on starting uh, the fourth season finale probably this week. 
um, as well as I've got a bunch of stuff to do for the network uh, next week as well. It's a lot of like just getting photo reference for the Christmas variant covers, um, tweaking some fear art. I've got two pieces that are finished, but uh, air quotes finished. Um, but I need to tweak some lighting effects, and there was a character that you meet who I wanted to do something really unique with how his power manifests visually, and I kind of did it... Not, I wouldn't say I did it half-assed. I did it whole-assed, but it didn't come out 100% how I wanted it, and I kind of went, eh. And when I walked away from it, like, I went out for a cigarette and was like, I was still thinking about it. I'm like, oh, that's what I do. It's that kind of X, Y, and Z and overlaid with this, and with that effect, and remember those settings. So, I'll be going back, you know, just doing little tweaks here and there. So, I've been getting a lot done uh, for the network, as well as uh, Deb came to me about really hustling on monetizing the network. Uh, she's finally gotten to the point where she's like, we should make money from it. And I said, absolutely. I felt her initial attitude was a little entitled, um, and I called her out on it. She did bring up some, some ways we could go about doing that, and unfortunately she was very, I wouldn't say self-centered or self-absorbed, but she, I mean, really, she was spitballing, which was nice. I'm, I'm glad for the effort. She hadn't really taken me into account, um, so I had to kind of correct her on a few things where she was like, yeah, we can do this and that, and I said, yeah, but then I need to get the time off, or I need to, I need to rearrange my schedule for that, and she was like, well, I'm wide open, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm not. Um, until, you know, we get to the point where I've got this company set to, to look like a startup, um, to start hustling seed money possibly, and we start doing live events, which was something she and I talked about very early on, uh, in the company's inception. You know, it's just gonna, it's gonna take a little while. I, I still have to have a day job, I think was my point on that when I almost lost it. Let's jump into the other stuff and just get through this. At the top of the list, it says, Seeing Gonzo and Scott. And this is something that I had brought up last week because I saw them after recording last week's Damn. Uh, it was really nice seeing my friend Scott. I haven't seen him in pff, over a decade. Um, I had never met his kids. Um, we ended up gro growing closer um, after he left the state. It was kind of weird that way where we, we weren't really super close when he lived in Colorado, but... Um, when he moved and started going through some very tough emotional shit, I was, we, we kind of grew closer. Um, we kind of bonded over social media and, um, sitting down and talking with him, uh, last Tuesday it was really cool. We have, you know, so much more in common than I thought we did, um, in terms of talking tech and, um, parenting and, and all sorts of stuff. So, um, and video games, obviously now that I'm, I'm kind of back in the swing of things video game wise. And that's, that's not why I'm hustling through everything I've got to do, uh, even though I've got some ruins I need to uh, explore later. But I need to get everything done before I can do that. It is my dessert. But seeing Gonzo, you know, this was... Scott dropped him off and, and gave him, like, 15 minutes to talk to me on my own. And Gonzo was very, very uncomfortable. And he was telling me about his plan for his life, which I think is the best route to go, even though it sounds catastrophic. He realizes that he's burned almost every bridge, um, that alcohol has taken its toll on him physically, emotionally, socially, and the best thing he can do at this point is to turn himself into the authorities, throw himself at the mercy of the court, and, you know, get locked up for a while 
And while he's in there, he's hoping to, you know, continue his physical therapy from his drunken fall and learn a trade and come out and, and really better himself. And I think in the long run, that's the best thing to do for him is to put him in an environment where he can't drink, can't drug, has to focus on learning a trade, getting, you know, 100% physically with, you know, back and shoulders and knees and all that, Had you know, and... Uh, and, and really, you know, like, having the time to think about what he wants to do. Um, yeah, it sounds terrible when he says, I'm going to go away for years. But, you know, I think he's realized that's what needs to happen, and he needs to stop running from it. So we'll see. He was supposed to turn himself in yesterday. I, you know, will probably text some friends later this afternoon and go, did he do it? Um, considering I haven't heard anything, and we think that he might try to back out of it. But, you know, talking to talking to me about it, and talking to other friends, I think, gave him, when he says that out loud, there's a level of accountability that we're probably going to hold him to at some to some extent. I mean, he might take an extra day or two, which is fine. Put your affairs in order, so to speak. But, you know, do what you're going to do. Do what you say you're going to do. If it's for your betterment, don't. It's going to be scary, and it's going to suck. Um, but, you know, like like I, I learned in my therapy, you know, change isn't as scary as not changing sometimes. So, um, I slaughtered that sentiment, and I'm moving on. Ha 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 ha. Oh, but no, I'm not. He had talked to me, and, you know, he goes, I know everything's not cool, and nothing's normal, and I said, well, everything's cool. We're not going to be best fucking friends. I will support you in whatever you do. We're friends. I don't wish you dead or ill or hurt. I just, you know, it's one of those, like, we're not going to hang out on our own. Uh, we sure as shit aren't going to go drinking um, at all. So, you know, you want to hang out and get coffee and, and have a conversation about whatever is bothering you, or if you need my help with something, say, computer-based, you know, writing a resume. I know he's you know, not strong on that. Um, that's fine, but we're not going to hang out at a bar and drink um, until you get violent. And I know he was like, well, you know, I don't remember what I did, but I know it was bad. And, you know, and I said, well, you know, first step is not punching people in the face while they're driving, and then when they pull over and kick you out of the car, don't spit on them. <laughs> like, start there. Treat others as you would like to be treated. Uh, you know, and I know I've failed at that, you know, t at times, but I've, I, I turned a corner, and I think he needs to as well. Um, and I think he wants to, hopefully. Um, but you can't run from that. Obviously, the way his life is going is not conducive for him. Um, and you have to change for yourself. Uh, this is not something that I haven't brought up before, that was a horrible sentence. And speaking of change, post-Thanksgiving. So I, I kind of, I, I didn't change my stance on seeing my family. I, I was still dragged there, but as an, like an emotional backup uh, for other family members who were like, please be there in case shit goes down. Uh, I did, I think, mention that last week. And it was fine. I mean, I really couldn't have gotten out of there any quicker if they would have put a drive through in there, uh, at my, at my cousin, uh, cousin's house. Um, I made, you know, a fair amount of small talk with the people that I liked, uh, played catch up a little bit. The cousin who I don't, I don't ever really want to see, I end up seeing. There's nothing I could do about it. But really, every time he asked me an open-ended question, uh, I would just answer yes or no. And I didn't really, I had my back to him most of the time. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I was kind of torn on whether I actively or passively iced him out. And really, I it was active because I always had my back to him. I, you know, obviously purposely 
close down the, the, the conversation um, at any, you know, at any given point that I could and, and just, you know, didn't talk to him. Didn't, didn't ignore him, but just kind of, you know, went, eh, okay, I'm going to stay on the opposite end of the room here uh, and talk to whoever else. But I think he was so oblivious to what was going on, but he does not look great. He's lost a lot of weight. And I don't mean in a good way. Um, skeletal would be a word I would say. And this was, of course, heightened, uh, this, this, the, uh, as uh, unemotionally charged as it was, it was awkward for me and not for anyone else in terms of the cousin I was kind of icing out that a friend of the family's, uh, brought her baby daddy who is an obvious fucking junkie to the extent where like all of the like ladies, uh, when, when, when I got there, they were like talking to my, uh, my mom and, um, one of my aunts, I guess, uh, and said, like, hide your purse. He's been known to go through bags and steal money. And I was like, what the fuck? Who is this? Wait, what? Um, that's fucking crazy. So, you know, ha- <laughs> helped hide the purses in secure locations. And then he was slurring, unfocused. He was staring at the floor um, like he was tripping out in, in you know, fear and loathing in, in Las Vegas. Slurring wasn't making a whole lot of sense, like was kind of like interjecting, like blurting, uh, you know, wasn't responding to cues in terms of social environments, nodded off uh, halfway through eating, did not face plant into mashed potatoes, which admittedly would have been funny, but he was sitting next to my mom and I was on her other side and I kind of like nudged her and was like, check out this situation. And I could like... I could see her, like, tense up and her skin crawl being next to a, a junkie who, after dinner, like, went and it looked like he, like, if he isn't, uh, then then he and, and his girlfriend, wife person, and their baby, you know, there's a child involved, are living out of a fucking backpack. They took an, an Uber. I don't know how they, I guess she works. I don't know what he does. Uh, there's no way he can hold down a job the way he, he is. Uh, but he was, like, going through the backpack, like, looking at cables for, for like, 20 solid minutes, which is a long time to just stand there and look at cables. Um, so it looked like, you know, they were living out of their backpack or, or living out of, you know, kind of a, 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 you know, bindle pack on a stick, hobo style, um, but millennial hobo style, millennial hobo fuck up junkie style. So Thanksgiving was whatever. I was in and out. I ate, went back for seconds, um, maybe waited 20 minutes after I'd done eat, uh, was done eating and went, oh, okay, I'm leaving. Um, I had the excuse, you know, I'd been up since four in the morning that day and I had to be you know, up at four in the morning the next day. So I'm out. So that was that. Um, uh, who knows what's going to happen on fucking Christmas. You know, maybe that uh, junk, will be back and he'll pass out, uh, you know, on a Yule log and die. That got dark and weird. So on that note, uh, from Damn, Doug's Get Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Damn, Doug's Get Mental Neuroses, these have been my Acute Mental Neuroses post-thanks edition. We'll see about the Yule Log edition. That sounded now dirty, as opposed to just weird. Good night, Internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.